Welcome to Worship in the Word. Today we're talking about uh, sparrow faith. Uh, it's an aggressive work ethic coupled with the intuitive faith in God. We're looking at Matthew chapter 6, verse 26. Matthew six twenty-six and 27. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? We understand that we cannot add one cubit to our stature. But what we can do is line ourselves up with the Word of God. And in his metaphors and parables, uh, Jesus spoke about the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God uh, relates to all aspects of our life, uh, including not the least of which is financial stewardship. Uh, he spoke more on financial stewardship than he did on prayer because he knew that we were going to need training in order to handle um, the things in our life, the money. Go ahead. Um, when one sparrow falls, the Bible says that our Heavenly Father knows it. Mark uh, 10, 29. God feeds them by his hand because he loves them. They work together in teams to get the job done, yet they trust in their true provider, God. Okay, so we know that uh, God is love, and he wants to impart his love to us, and he does that through his word, his spirit. And uh, uh, just as he knows everything about the sparrow, he knows the number of hairs on our head. Of course, some of us have less than mm -hmm. we had in years before, but uh, it means that he knows the inner working of our, of our psyche. He knows everything about us. He knows what we need, and he knows the kind of training that we need uh, to be successful and prosper um, in this life and to attain eternal life with him. Uh, so let's go for, forward here with uh, uh, the Bible talks about uh, the revelation of Jehovah Jireh. Go ahead. Sparrows do not sow or nor reap. God provides for them. God, our provider, comes from the story of Abraham and Isaac, Genesis 22, verses 8 and 14. Okay, we understand from the story of Abraham that uh, he was called out of Ur of the Chaldees. He's our father of faith. 
Uh, he, he was on a journey of teshuva, repentance, and uh, he gave everything to God, even his precious son, uh, Isaac, was offered up as an offering to God. Uh, it was uh, Abraham's test of faith, and he did not deny God anything. And so uh, that God provided a sacrifice on that mountain. His, his offering of uh, Isaac occurred on Mount Moriah, which was the same mountain that Jesus was crucified on the backside of that mountain. Golgotha, uh, but uh, when Abraham offered uh, everything to God, God provided a sacrifice. And uh, when we give our lives completely to God in faith, then um, he's able to operate in our lives. We cannot reserve things for ourselves, and then expect God to be totally operational in our lives. Uh, really, uh, if we obey the commandments that uh, Jesus uh, put forth, then we, we obtain the favor of God and the favor of man because these principles um, are, are evident in the world. We're living in epistles known and read of all men. So as we become good stewards on the job, if we're faithful, we're on time, we have a good attitude, we work hard, we don't gossip about our co-workers or our boss, then uh, we obtain the favor of those uh, people around us and the people that we work for. And we also obtain the favor of God. So these principles uh, help the children of God uh, be totally successful in this world as an example uh, to others to show the power of God as it is operational in our lives. Now, uh, what we're seeing here is a constant tension between works and faith. Uh, you want to go ahead and read that? And uh, works. <clears throat> Performance-based society. James 2 and 26. Faith without works is dead. Okay. We live in a performance-based society if you show up to work on time, if you're a diligent worker, if, if uh, you help the company or business that you're working for, uh, then uh, you will perhaps be given a, a raise and you'll be promoted. However, if you're constantly late and, and you gossip about the people around you and, uh, and you're not a good worker, then perhaps you will not... Uh, uh, you'll be fired or, uh, or you won't get that promotion. So uh, this is a re this, the Bible is a real book about real uh, principles that uh, have reality in, in Realville. And uh, uh, having been in my own business for 50 years, I know uh, how these, these principles work and they're viable. So, James said, without faith, uh, faith without works is dead. So James was a toughie. They called him the righteous one. And he, his, uh, he speaks in his uh, epistle about faith, and he speaks about the tongue and uh, 
the evil work of the tongue. And But he speaks about faith. He says, you say you have faith, show me your works. So uh, there's this constant uh, tension, juxtaposition is another word that could describe it, that, that faith and works uh, work together. Okay, let's read about faith. Um, Isaiah 65 and 24 says, And it shall come to pass before they call, I will answer. Matthew 7, 7, first ask, ask and it shall be given to you. Matthew 21, 22, And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. Okay, Isaiah, the prophet, says that uh, before we even call, he answers. He knows what our need is, and if we're operational in his kingdom principles, obedient, we've repented, we're, we're seeking to walk in humble, uh, a humble life, uh, obedient to Christ, then he's going to endeavor to... Uh, to do things in our life even before we ask for them. Uh, he said, I healed them, and they knew it not. So he's operational in our physical bodies and our minds to give us peace and joy, and he wants us to prosper in this life. Um, he, his, he said, uh, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find uh, ask and you shall receive, knock and the door shall be opened. So uh, these are all action uh, ver uh, verbs that describe us seeking to do the right thing and asking for help in that right thing. And, and uh, he says, I stand at the door knocking, uh, waiting for you to knock. So uh, these are all principles, action principles. Now, uh, there's some questions that we have to ask ourselves in the process of uh, uh, aligning ourselves with the Word of God. We have to do an inventory analysis. Uh, if you were in business you, uh, and you're operating in the business, you, you do an inventory of the things that you have, the things that you need, and the things that perhaps you can't afford, but in, uh, uh, you, you're going to try to get them in the future. Well, on a weekly basis, uh, where how do we spend our time? At work, in a vehicle, sleeping, recreation, with your spouse, kids, friends, at church? Uh, how much time is wasted on uh, things like uh, movies, TV, video games, uh, miscellaneous? So uh, in order to be effective stewardship, we have to have a plan, and then we have to inventory uh, what we're doing with our time. The Bible says to redeem your time, to use it uh, effectively uh, if you want to uh, uh, use your life and, and, and have it prosper uh, in the wor worldly things that you're doing and, and in the kingdom things that you're wanting to attain in your life. Um, when we do these things, we we can obtain the favor of God and the favor of man. So it's an unbeatable combination. Let's read that portion from Matthew 6 and 31. This is a synopsis of Jesus' teaching 
uh, on this particular subject. Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? Okay. By this he means, by thought, it means worrying about, worrying about tomorrow. If, if we're doing things right today, if we're lining ourselves up with the principles of God and, and making the right choices, uh, then we're doing all we could do. And uh, tomorrow will take care of itself. Uh, I know that in, a, in, in a business that I've run for a half century, uh, there's things that I have to do today. If I procrastinate and I just let, let uh, don't take care of it, then there's an accountability with that. But go ahead. For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have a need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God. Okay. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. What What is the kingdom of God that relates to your life? What is your destiny? Every... Every person has a has has um, two plans actually that are operational. Um, one is the divine plan of God for your life. The other is the default plan that's going to happen when we just do things our way and end up in destruction at the end. Amen. So we we want to align ourselves with God, and we need to study these parables. Uh, uh, and metaphors of Jesus to understand how we operate and uh, the kind of operation that this that the birds, the fowls of the air have, have is the kind that we have to have. When, when the fowls of the air wake up in the morning, they're not worried. They don't have a nervous breakdown about where are they going to get provision. They know there's provision out there, but they know they got to get out and work for it and, and, and hustle and look. And the thing is that they do it in teams. There's a synergism that uh, uh, occurs. And this is uh, part of the work of the church of the living God is for us to work together and help. Uh, I've got another study about uh, the ants. And we're going to, as a marvelous study of how the ants work together. And uh, we need to work together together. Instead of just simply doing our thing, what we want, uh, but what is the better the thing for our community? What is the thing that God wants us to do with our talents and, and abilities? Go ahead. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Okay, that's good. So if we seek the kingdom of God and what he thinks is the right thing to do in our life, then we're not going to have to worry about provision. We're not going to have to worry about retirement. We're not going to have to worry about uh, the things of the world. We're, we're going to have our act together. And, and if perhaps our, our physical body is destroyed by something out of our control, we'll be right with God. We'll, be, we'll, have, we'll be, end up our time doing the things of God. And he said, blessed are those that and when he comes back and he finds them uh, doing his work, he said, they're, they're going to be blessed beyond uh, measure. Okay, continue. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, 
for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Okay. He says, we don't have to worry about the evil. We worry about what's what's happened, what's going to happen here, what's going to happen there, what what's in the news and all of that. He said, forget about all that. Just line your life up with the Word of God and do the right thing, and everything will take care of itself, and you'll be happier. You'll be able to have joy in your life. You'll be able to have happiness. And uh, uh, he wants to give it to us, but we... We seek to worry. We got to get rid of the. This is one of the kingdom principles that, that we have to uh, uh, not be too involved with all of the things that are happening in the world. We, we want to be effective in our realm and doing the will of God and helping others. Uh, the bottom line is even with the best training, resources, and work ethic, we cannot survive without God. He's our provider. He provides for us just as he does for the sparrows because he loves us. And we want to emphasize the love and the mercy and the grace of God is bigger than we can even imagine. And we're going to close with a prayer for you today to help you in this endeavor. Go ahead. Dear Lord, I believe your word, Lord, and I trust you for all my needs. I know this is the truth, and I repent of worrying about my provision. I realize it is a sin to fear. I rebuke that spirit of fear, which introduces thoughts of worry into my mind, and by the authority of the Holy Spirit that is within me, I command it to leave. Help me give up the things that take so much of my time and bring balance to my life. Help me, Lord, to be thankful for what I have. You are my provider. You are my provision. Amen and amen. <clears throat> Thank you for watching Worship and the Word today. God bless you all. If they pray, if they pray and see.